Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Avazi Tells All. I'm joined today by my friend Matt Green from out some Gonzaga basketball. Thank you, Matt, for coming today. Yeah, thank you for having me uh, to the uh, nation's grotto. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful out here on the grotto. Thanks for the drink. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I've got some Long Island iced teas here. Very nice. Let's get right into it, Matt. Good. So, as you know, Gonzaga last year went to the Final Four, first time in school history. Yep. Lost by a couple of points against North Carolina in the championship game. Uh, Goss, Karnowski, and uh, and uh, Collins left. Your thoughts on last year, Matt? Uh, well, I mean, it's a historical year. Um, not just for Gonzaga, but uh, for any mid-major, really. I mean, uh, obviously Butler did it a few mm-hmm. years back, and, you know, they kind of set the, the tone and paved the way for him, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Butler ever gets to where they're at if Gonzaga doesn't pave the way in the first place. So it was it was great to see um, to shut up some of the haters. Yeah. There's always going to be those haters, though. I mean, they're still going to be around. Right. And um, especially once you have some success, they just kind of tend to come out of the woodwork even more. Yeah. So. Even though Gonzaga got their last, but but we, we had a we had, we had from the ground roots level. From the ground roots, exactly. Then, we yeah. went, then they they went before we did, but twice. But we actually have, we've been there every single year, though, for like exactly. 20, almost 20 years now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they've really set a tradition there, and it's it's uh, I mean, it's just gotten better and better each year, and last year was kind of a culmination of that. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing year, and, um, you know, I I think that, that finals game, you know, it was great just being there, but um, once you were there, it was like you wanted to win it. Obviously, the guys wanted to win it, and obviously, all their fans wanted to see them win it. And but I was just glad to see they came in and played their hearts out. And um, it, it wasn't one of those seasons where you're like, "Wow, they, they didn't live up the hype. to the hype." And they go out on a crappy game, you know, just blew it or anything like that. I mean, there's every school has those seasons where they just don't live up to expectations. That one, they did everything they were supposed to do all the way up till the final game. If some calls went our way, it yeah. would have been a totally different story. I mean, it's not just Gonzaga fans. I mean, everybody yeah. that watched that game. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember even seeing LeBron James make a comment about yeah. just letting them play. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was unfortunate that both the officiating too. had to... It did, it did, but it definitely went more in the favor of North Carolina. In the late, I mean, anybody, in the late what, what part of the game, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it did, it did. It was what changed it, and I, I think, you know... Couple of calls go a different way than we we have national Champs. championship. So, Absolutely. but we'll get back there. I'm confident of that. Me so. too. All right, moving on here. Uh, what do you want to look forward to this coming year? Um, you know, coming up this year, I think it's we have more just outright potential than we've had in a lot of years. As far as I mean, we've got guys that are long, athletic, uh, like Tilly and Hachimura that. Um, we've never really had that before. Mm-hmm. I mean, a guy that's yeah, able to shoot from the outside, um, you know, can take it inside, is athletic, uh, can really just do a little bit of everything. You know, and that, that could be Hachimura or Tilly. Both those guys are very similar type of players to me. Um, I think Hachimura has the bigger ceiling, but um, I think Tilly is just, he's going to give you great defense. He's going to do everything on the floor um, that you want. And on top of that, he can score as well so yeah I'm really looking forward to next year and just the talent that we have and then the unknowns you know the there's a lot of, yeah the, the Larson I mean Kisper. 
Who know, I have no idea what to expect from Larson. It's very hard to find any footage on him. I've looked all over, scoured the web, yeah, and I have found maybe two videos, <laughs> and they're just—he looks raw, but he's really yeah. young, and who knows how much he's developed uh, in the last two years. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of unknowns, and uh, I mean, we're not even getting into the new guys. I mean, these are guys that we've had on the team, yeah. you know. Um, and it's just a question of how much they've improved. I watched a lot of the FIBA games. And, yeah, Hachimura's uh, been playing well Hachimura now. until he both did amazing. Amazing. Uh, played just excellent basketball. So, um, yeah, I've got high expectations for them. And then the other guys that are coming in, like Wade, you know, like I, I don't know what to expect. I think he's going to be a great shooter. I think if, if nothing else, he's going to be one of those guys that comes in off the bench and shoots it well and gets hot. Um, least, you know, but at yeah. the best, I think he could be another Pangos, you know, Absolutely. I mean, the, he's got that kind of I potential. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, Pangos is probably one of my all-time favorite oh, man. guards, I think. Um, this is a part two of my coach with Matt Green. Part we had two. With two. So good, we had to break it into two We parts. had some technical difficulties. All right, moving on here. All right, so Matt, what makes Gonzaga and Spokane a, such a great place? Well... You know, I think uh, when you when you don't have a professional team, you know, or if you have one professional team like Portland, is, is a good example with their basketball team. I mean, you you definitely have a little more passion from the fan base. And uh, in Spokane, obviously, we don't have anything other than some minor league teams, yeah. the Indians, <laughs> the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's all about Gonzaga basketball and. Um, for me, it's, that's all it's about. I'm not really a Chiefs fan, not really mm -hmm. an Indians fan. You know, I enjoy a good baseball game once in a while, but sure. I gotta get some. I only get excited about stuff that's maybe a little more national. And, and Gonzaga is a national program. I mean, I've gone, I've gone down to Honduras, and people knew about Gonzaga and knew about Spokane um, because of Gonzaga uh, down there. So you know, it's like it's all over, and um, we've really taken the. Gonzaga's really taken the program national and uh, gotten the respect uh, in the last, you know, 20 years, really. So um, I agree. It's uh, it's pretty special. Yeah. What do you have to say to the haters? They hate on that. Say, hey, you know, Gonzaga's a small school. You know, they can't get anything done. You know, there's a little WCC program. You know, what do you say to the haters out there? Well, you know, I think uh, I think it's pretty natural. I mean, when you're a when you're a big school. You're supposed to be good because you get, you know, all these top 50 guys coming to your program. Uh, it hurts when you get beat by these little schools that are getting guys that nobody's ever heard of from, you know, uh, overseas. Um, so it's honestly, it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen from the North Carolina Dukes, the the big schools that get beat by us, and it's gonna happen to the uh, to the smaller schools that that are jealous and want to be us. So um, you're, as being that, that team like Gonzaga, you're going to see it from both sides. And it's, uh, you know, it used to be America's team because we were the underdog, people like that, but uh, it's not that way anymore, so. Alrighty, I was reading that thing there. Okay. All right, so who this season is going to be the X factor on this 27-2018 basketball team? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> One guy. Good question. Good question. I don't, you know, I, I guess there's two ways of looking at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll get you one name, but I got to work through it a little bit. Sure. If you're saying like X Factor is like 
okay, without this guy, we don't, we're not going to have a successful season. Mm -hmm. I think that's Perkins. I mean, he's got to step up. He's he's been solid, mm -hmm. and but. he played really well with Nigel as yeah. being able to come in and, and kind of be more of a offensive player. Yeah. But we've yet to see him lead the offense and um, you know be aggressive while also getting other guys their shots. Yeah. And um, and he's also been streaky. I mean, even in the even in the tournament, mm -hmm. he comes in in the second half. And, had a great first half. Just oh. awesome. He's like, this is the perfect we want. This is what's going to win us a championship. If yeah. this guy plays like this, he really was an X factor. Uh -huh. And then that second half, he comes in. He just fumbles the ball over the place. He turns it, turns it over a couple times, and it just like the BYU game. Yeah, like the BYU game. I mean, it's just it's it's streaky, and um, you know, it, the expectations were always high with him from day one when he came in. I mean, we he was one of our higher recruits. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, I think. Uh, in some ways, he, he, I consider him an X factor. But yeah. without him, I don't think we we do well this season. But I, I, if you're talking about a guy that's kind of um, not expected to do well, that maybe comes in and uh, and plays really well, and yeah, I, I think that's somebody like Tilly. I, I think he's always going to be an X factor guy. Um, I think, but I'm not worried about him nope. being an X factor. I think he I think he's definitely uh, the type of guy that at worst just hustles. Yeah. And, the my car type guy that will get you loose balls, and um, you know. Then on top of that, he's he's everything else is gravy, and I think you know he's, he's going to improve offensively too. Already shown that in the FIBA tournament as well. My, my pick this year, stepping up, stepping up this year, a notch is Silas Nelson. Oh, I like it. He, he played well. He played well like down the stretch last year. Like he did. after mid-November, December, like he turned it on. Different level I haven't seen before. You know, from my from that seeing three points. All right, we're back. Part three of our part three, special. Part three. Love, love these apps, don't you? Love these apps, Matt. Third, yeah, third ones are always the best, though. So stick with us. Getting <laughs> better and better. <laughs> each, each time, five minutes each. All right, let's see here. What, in your estimation, went from recruiting from like locally, you know, just small, small guys, uh -huh. you know, mid-major guys, to five-star blue chippers, you know, Europe, Europe guys, what, what made, what, at what point did you think it turned for us? Well, yeah. you know, um, it's been pretty gradual, um, I think, you know, they trying to remember back, uh, who our first big recruit was, obviously, I guess, Austin, Turioff, I would, uh, you know, uh, Austin Day, yeah, Turioff, mm -hmm. Turioff was definitely a good overseas get, yeah, but, um, Austin Day might have been one of the first big mm -hmm. uh, local recruits. You know, one thing I'll say though is that uh, sign, you know, getting a guy like uh, Morrison that um, you know was from Spokane, obviously, and wanted to be gun Gonzaga for a long time was something that probably put us on the national map early. Yeah. After, of course, the '99 run, um, Morrison kind of sustained that, and um, with the Player of the Year race. And Reddick, um, I think that was something else that brought us a lot of notoriety mm -hmm. and, and got us some talent that you know maybe at the time we didn't realize quite how how good he was going to be. But I mean, yes. everybody he was the kind of player that everybody wanted to watch and mm -hmm. he was getting a lot of ESPN highlights. So I think yes, you know, that was definitely part of it. Getting Austin Day was part of it. And uh, you know, uh, from there it just it just kind of built and built. Gary Bell Jr. When he came, I remember 
he he was one of those big names too. It's like wow, this, we're just getting kind of better and better recruits and guys mm-hmm. that we were competing with UW and obviously UCLA and Arizona. Um, yeah, Pac-12. Yes, big Pac-12 time. teams to yeah. get, to get recruits. So absolutely. And I guess students for our podcasters out there, we got the recording thing down now. It's locked in. Recording mode. It's, it's locked in. I figured it out now. Now we're good to go from here on out. Yeah. All righty here. So I think it went from a small, still a small school, but a program small wise to now national power. What do you think as of this season right now is the national narrative right now about Gonzaga's program in Mark's view? Well. It's going to be interesting to see kind of where where it goes now because yeah, it's, it's always been they were the darlings. The darlings, yeah. They went they went from the underdog, the America's team, to the darlings to um, you know uh, overrated, mm-hmm. a lot of overrated stuff. Even though we make the tournament every day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're doing you know just fine, just incredible, doing just fine. Yeah. yeah, getting big recruits and you know, but now it's going to change. I think it will be more of a. I think you're going to continue to hear, oh, well, they need to get out of the WCC like it's just that easy. They can just, you know, sign up for a different Pac-12. conference. Why not? It's, yeah. it's easy, right? Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen. I don't see it happening, and I don't want to do it at the cost of having to have some ridiculous travel schedule. Mm-hmm. I think they just need to continue to schedule really tough uh, preseason um, and, you know, just continue to build uh, the resume as far as um, – beating the big schools and I'm yeah. not too worried about that I think we're always going to be able to compete with the big programs mm-hmm. I mean the travel wouldn't be an issue because it's the same Oregon California Arizona Utah like the same as WCC oh, for Pac-12 yeah 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 Pac-12 Pac-12 but yeah no but a while back big we were east. talking about the big east and the yeah. um Oh, yeah. I don't remember what they called it but basically the, the Catholic the Catholic something. 10 or something I don't know what yeah. it was but it was it was stupid yeah. it was stupid because we would have it just yeah. to, a terrible travel schedule and, mm-hmm. yeah. and why I mean mm-hmm. it just didn't make any sense for us because we schedule really hard preseason and um, we dominate in the mm-hmm. WCC so uh, the the complaint has always been and I tend to agree with it one thing I will agree with the national pundits is that it is tough to go from a WCC schedule to playing in the tournament yeah because it is a big jump up mm-hmm. in, in uh, competition a lot of times but that being said I still think that you know St. Mary's and BYU um, they, they're doing yeah. better I mean they're getting good recruits too so they're giving us some competition there too yeah. and they're it's a cute. lot harder than people it is people cute give them credit for it's cute right? it is it's very cute um, <laughs> so yeah that's that's what I say about that okay but. and then okay alright you're on Kennel Club, yeah, it's back back to, uh, you know, where I think it should be. Uh, hopefully it stays, but um, there was definitely some years where it just, it was poor. It was just no enthusiasm from the Kennel Club. And it's sad. sad to see, yep. uh, especially because, you know, there's always an issue as far as there's, this is our Spokane's team, you know. I don't care what people say. I don't care if it's like, well, you should, you know, why do you cheer for your team? You don't go to the school. It's like, no, it's Spokane's team. If you yes. live here, you know that. Yes. And uh, there's plenty of fans that would love it, love to get in there and give it their all. But, you know, unfortunately, the way it is and the way college basketball is a lot, it's all mm-hmm. about the, uh, you know, uh, students and the rich 
um, supporters and rich, obviously contributors to the program. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's it needs to it needs to, to continue to, to stay at where it was last year. I think. Yeah. Last two things here for you. What is your favorite moment of, of all time? Gonzaga moment. One single single play in history. Does have to be. Yeah, I love it. it. Be anything. I love it. Great question. I, I mean, it was always the runner. I mean, that was great. I mean, fits. And it yeah. will always be uh-huh. um, up there, yeah. iconic. Uh-huh. Um, but it got replaced last year, and, and it was Nigel Williams mm. driving the court and uh, you know throwing the ball to Matthew Jordan Matthews, mm-hmm. and Jordan Matthews hitting the three. Um, it was incredible. It just, yeah. uh, it really was one of those moments that it just you'll never forget uh, because it was it was exactly what made them great I mean it, it wasn't one guy doing it it was the whole team and it was yeah. the way that that team was you didn't know if Nigel was going to drive it you didn't know if he was going to kick it you didn't know mm-hmm. if Matthew was going to hit the three uh, you, we had so many weapons last year and yeah. that's what made us special and uh, that one play kind of summed up the whole season and uh, the most incredible season Gonzaga has ever had. My favorite moment this wasn't like recently; it was a long time ago. Uh huh. Battle in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Oh. We're down. We're down two. Oh, brownie. Morrison comes down. Oh, brownie. The three in his face, off the bank and in, and he wins the ball game. It's fantastic. Bad. It was on- onions, Gus. It was onions, onions Gus. Yeah, onions, was Gus. That was great. That was yes. a great moment. Yes. And finally, I would have for you here is, what are your final thoughts on this year, on the year coming up here? What's your final thoughts coming up, um, schedule-wise, that everyone talk about? But my thoughts on this year coming up uh, are really kind of, um, I expect them to be, continue to be the best in the WCC, mm-hmm. and that's still a lot. Yep. What you know? Imagine WSU would kill for. They'd love to be back oh. at the top of the pack. Oh. They'd love to have a shot. You dev would love that too. So <laughs> that that is where it's at. Yes, you dev would too. And if yes. that's where it's at now. I mean, yeah. at worst, you expect to to make the tournament again. But you know, going into the tournament, I say this right now. I think it may be different when we get there, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm confident we will. But yes, um, I, I, my expectations aren't as high. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's one of those years where it's, there's a lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. um, a lot of rebuilding. I think we could be, uh, you know, one of those top ten teams in the nation, or I think we could be more like twenty to twenty-five. Yeah. I just don't know. That's so ranked. Um, and I wouldn't be yeah. terribly disappointed if we were. You know, it's yeah. it's just that's the nature of, of college basketball. And yeah. When you do, you know, have the success that you have last year and send guys to NBA, to the NBA then mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's. That's what that's the downside to it. Absolutely. But, uh, overall, I think it will improve the health of the program, continue to make it just grow and be more and more successful. So, what, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I think I'm going in with low low standards this year because yeah. for us, lot, for Gonzaga, for, for Gonzaga, yeah, yeah. for other teams yeah. like WSU, yeah, high, 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 unrealistic, high. off the say. charts, off the charts. Some may say unrealistic and uh, yes. shot in hell. On, on. For our snobbery. Yeah. Or Chiu Snobbery, Gonzaga Snobbery. Yeah. I would say that, you know, keep an open mind to what could happen because you have a lot of young guys coming in this year, the unknown. Yeah. 
the unknown can be good or it can be good or can go the other way yeah so just wait and see all right matt thanks for joining me today with, i know with my first podcast i had a few glitches here hopefully i'll get them fixed out you know when i when this app a little more a little bit more but hopefully get come on next time no, i was a pleasure time. being on the show and uh yeah i mean as a, a big Gonzaga fan, I'm honored mm-hmm. that you chose me as your guest. And <laughs> Thank you. And as a long-time yes. fan of the Oz Nation, a <laughs> uh, member of the Oz Nation. Appreciate I, it. I'm flattered. And so thank you. Thank you, sir. No problem. And as always, um, if you have a, if you want to email comments, reviews, or top, topics you want to cover, you can send an email our way at... Um, Ozzy tells all at gmail.com. That's Ozzy, O Z Z I E tells all at gmail.com. Once again, my name is Ozzy. Thanks for um, listening today. You guys have a great day. See ya.